Hello and welcome to the Incredibly Influential and Highly Successful Podcast. I'm Kale, and I'm Incredibly Influential. And I'm Maxwell, and I'm Highly Successful. Today is Friday, the 2nd of June, 2023, as we are recording this. And we got something real, real special to talk about, because we just saw Spider-Man into the... Or, not into... Across the Spider-Verse. Yes, yes. There you go. You nailed it. Yeah. That already happened. And you know what? You know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to say. Uh, you're going you're gonna to come out. I'm going to come out and say it. I'm going to come out and say it. I said it before. I'll say it again. And I will die on this hill. Into the Spider-Verse is not in the top three Spider-Man movies. It's not. It, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. It just, it isn't. Um, this is different from Across the Spider-Verse. And Across the Spider-Verse also isn't in the top three Spider-Man movies. But, you know what? It's pretty good. It's, it's yeah. I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'd say it's, it's pretty solid. Do you want to just jump into it? Well, is jumping into it just saying it's not top three Spider-Man movies? I mean, well, I wanted to get into, like, why I think that. Then get into it. All right, let's get it. Let's jump. In. Well, what are, what are your thoughts overall? What would you say? That was a good movie. Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh. Uh. Number one, first thing I noticed. First thing I noticed in this entire film. Uh, the audio mixing was some of the worst I've ever heard in my entire life. The audio mixing was so fucking bad in this movie. For, for like, the dialogue, you can't hear it over the music. Oh. Like, it's, it's, it's the worst I've seen since Interstellar. Interstellar had some really bad audio mixing, and this was fucking as bad, if not worse. I mean, there, there is some stuff that I would say were, were hard to piece out in the dialogue, but I'd say most of it was pretty intelligible. It was... But I, I see your point. Yeah, that first scene was like really, really bad. There's some music that kind of, like, overpowers the, the speech. Yeah, oh. it, it it seems very amateurish, right? Like, it, it just seems unprofessional that they would let it released like that. I hope they patch it. I hope I hope they release like an update like uh across the Spider-Verse patch um, notes. Yeah, one patch notes fix the fucking audio mixing because it was absolutely terrible. Right? Like I don't even like notice that most of the time. Right? Best uh, like 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 when when they used to do the Oscars for best sound mixing um you know, I used to be like, fucking okay, sure, I guess. Seems like a fucking waste of a category. I'm glad they got rid of it. So, when I tell you I noticed it, that means that they did something wrong. Audio mixing is like, uh, uh, it's like having clean underwear, right? Like, if you've got clean underwear on, you won't even notice it. But if you've got dirty underwear on, you will notice it. And if you notice it, that's the problem. That that's what how you know it's a problem. I suppose so. Um, that being said, 
both the score and the soundtrack were uh fucking great. Uh yeah. yeah. Really good soundtrack. Really good score. That was that was the one that jumped out at me was the was the score. Um Yeah, those are two different things, obviously. Yeah. Spider-Man but... 2099 had a very good theme. I like I liked his like synth wave type shit. It it very adequately uh explained what he was all about and you know how how menacing he is um yeah so so those two are both fucking phenomenal um the art direction was also pretty good pretty pretty solid i liked it um there was less of that thing that they had in the last movie where like a bunch of stuff was like out of focus for some reason like like it was like blurry and shit I think it might have been a stylistic choice. I know it's a stylistic choice. I think it's a dumb stylistic choice, and I'm glad they fixed it. Um. Uh. Yeah. They. So they. They fixed that. Uh. How did you feel about the performances? Did anyone really stick out to you? Um. The guy who played Miles. Yep, Shamik. Shamik did did a good job there. Yeah. He was uh, uh he was definitely delivering his all. I think Oscar Isaac was also good in this. I I think this was Haley Steinfeld's movie. I I think last movie was Shamik's. I think this movie was was Haley's. She did a really phenomenal job in like both of her monologues, both of her her big monologues. I I feel like she did they just did a really good job and the chemistry was really was really there with Shamik, you know, even though they gave him like less to do this movie, um, the chemistry was still there, it was still really solid. Um how do you feel about the uh well I I, I don't want to get into the casting until like spoilers, uh, but some good casting there. Um uh I noticed we're we're swearing in kids' movies again. Yeah, every every now and often. Yeah, we've gone back to Transformers 1986. Uh, well, maybe we will eventually, because they got away with, literally, they got away with murder in that movie. Not uh, really. They had, like, two swear words. But literally, they got away with, oh shit, what are we gonna do now? Yeah, in Transformers. No, no, no! 1986. This was this was like uh, PG. Yeah, we're talking about the same movie. Yeah, I know, and I'm just saying they back in the 80s they got away with saying, "Oh shit, what are we gonna do now?" in a fucking kids movie. But they also got away with murdering all of the fucking uh, main cast in fucking in the in the show. So yeah, so you're gonna have to ask what's gonna traumatize kids more. Definitely the Optimus Prime death. Definitely that. Um, I I think they had to add in uh, a thing at the end where they were like Optimus Prime will return because he did come back in the show. Um, uh, I don't I don't think it was initially planned. No, think... it wasn't. But I think later on in like different home releases they added that in. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, did you have any non-spoiler notes that you wanted to get into? Um, other than like general critiques of this, the audio of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'd say that this movie is a step up in animation. Yeah, I would I would say that too. Like the technology they have just gets keeps getting pushed further. Yeah, I, I I'll go into that in the spoiler territory, but there was some things that were really interesting animation wise that just involves spoilers. So I want to talk about it then. But um, yeah, I think this was uh, overall good movie, better than Spider Verse One. Um, go see it. Yeah, yeah, a step up from Spider Verse One. Yeah, we're so... getting. We're, we're spoiled with some good animation overall i think i'll give it like a seven and a half seven and a half out of ten okay well yeah i guess that's pretty high for you no no uh, i'm gonna make you I'm, I'm gonna make you rewatch indiana jones with me and you'll see what a high score for me is because okay. seven and a half is seven and a half. It was a good fucking time. It was a good fucking time. Uh, I would rewatch it. Um, it, it. Yeah, good time. Definitely fun. It's a pretty uh, long movie. It is. It felt rather long. Um, it's because it is. Long. Yeah, I'll I'll go into that. I want to make a comparison to another movie that I saw, but um, l- that I saw this year. But like, I want to. Yeah, I, I want to go into that later, but holy shit, yeah, it was a it was a long ass movie, and it was, uh, you know, if you've got the patience for it, I would say go in, see it. You will be mostly entertained all the way through. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot to appreciate. In yes. This movie. Yeah, there's there's always something to appreciate. There there's not, uh, like I I will say that through every second of the movie there's at least one good thing going on so you will enjoy it um no i'd say let's get into spoilers all right um i think the first thing we have to talk about is holy shit there was a lot of fan service in this movie there was a lot of fan service in this movie i mean it's the spider-man ip right and also the they just they just had more opportunity to to do that yes the focus of the movie yeah but holy shit there was a lot right fucking what which was your favorite one which was your favorite one um i think we'll say the same thing i don't know uh I liked a lot of the Insomniac references. Yeah. They had right. a lot. The, yeah, I'll, I'll say I, ha- I have something about that. But yeah, seeing uh, the inso- okay. seeing and hearing the Insomniac Spider-Man was awesome. You want me to rank them from like the best? It's Give probably... me your top three. Give me your top three. Um, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do we, how do we Toby. follow that? Probably Toby, right? Yeah, but I feel like it wasn't the same. It's just, I mean, like, both are in the movie. You know? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That was fucking dope. That was fucking yeah. dope. Um, and your number one? Well, definitely Andrew Garfield. But, I mean, okay. what do you... <laughs> yeah. What else is there? I mean, I liked... I don't know. There's so much... 
There's a lot. Uh, can I give you my top three? All right. Um, I would give Toby and Andrew the tied spot for number two. I would say number three is probably uh, uh, Childish Gambino as Prowler. Finally. Finally. So he plays Prowler in like an animated. Oh. Oh, he also. Yeah, he has also played it in in the animated one, I think. Um, I believe he's in the Tim Allen uh, cartoon of some sort. Yeah. Um, But yeah. He is represented. (laughs) Yeah, because we 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 got to see him in the MCU, but like he wasn't even like close to like like actual Prowler. He he was in just like a um you know like purple or or like he he was not in his like purple stuff. I think he was in. I think the shirt he was in had like purple stripes, and that was about it. Um, but yeah, he was in Homecoming. That was fun. And he brought up Miles. He's got a nephew. Yeah. He, he brought up his nephew. Um, that was cool. And then, uh, but yeah, we, we got to actually see him, you know, do it like in the costume. And that was the, uh, outside of the, the earth, 1999, 99, uh, reference uh talking about doctor strange um that was the only mcu thing in in this movie was seeing childish gambino but that was fucking awesome um yeah and, i mean the small nod to the mcu is also cool yeah i would say my number one choice for um best fan service is They've continued the running gag from, or I guess not running gag, but like running theme, running pattern of J. Jonah Jameson is always uh, J.K. Simmons and fucking God bless the, they got like archived footage from like, uh, from the Raimi films for the Lego dimension, which I also thought was really fucking cool. That was, um, uh, and uh he's in miles's dimension he's in uh earth 42 the one without a spider-man um yeah he's he's everywhere and it's so fucking cool i love j jonah jameson so much and i love jk simmons i love jk simmons in general but i love him specifically as uh j jonah jameson that's probably my favorite role that he's ever done honestly He's so good. Um, yeah, he's very he's very good. Yeah, I would say. Um, oh, another thing we got. I don't know if you noticed this, but two thirds of the Lonely Island were in this movie. Like as characters. Yes, Ben Riley was Andy Samberg. Um, I don't know if you noticed that. And. Uh, Vulture, the vulture from the beginning of the movie, was yes. played by Jorma Tacone. So the only uh, uh, member of the Lonely Island who we didn't get was Akiva Schaefer. And we would have had a, a Lonely Island reunion. And I think that would have been cool. Yeah, maybe he'll be in the next one. Maybe, yeah, yeah. 
and they they have definitely set it up for for a uh a sequel and we'll I'll, I'll talk about that later but um yeah i wasn't expecting that i feel like really i don't know i've i remember the the information reveal that this was you know one part of two was i did not announced. hear that oh yeah i did not go into it knowing that um what else what else what else uh oh uh yeah do what was some fan service you would have liked to have seen but didn't get um i don't know there's like a lot in that movie that even i didn't like know or you know get because i haven't tapped into that deep of the spider-man mythos lore yeah yeah exactly i would say the three things that i most that i would either most want to see in a sequel or would most want to um or would have most liked to have seen in this movie were again akiva schaefer for a lonely island reunion yes Um, just because yeah tom holland tom holland and uh, my number one pick would be Insomniac Miles, right? I wouldn't. Wouldn't that be cool? Because like, there's already Insomniac Peter. Wouldn't it be cool to see Insomniac Miles? I think that'd be. I cool. mean, I I'm already pretty big on what it is. Yeah, I just I think maybe in the in the trilogy. I think at the end of the trilogy, it would be cool to see, like miles hanging out with other miles right wouldn't that be kind of cool yeah they had a lot of they had another live action cameo there was like a there was a fourth live action cameo i can't yes, remember exactly venom what. it was it was mrs chen from venom yeah <laughs> yeah See, I, well, so yeah. there's a lot of pull from like different franchises into this movie yeah. it's it's what kind of out there. I, like it's, they went it's, balls to the wall with it. They yeah. absolutely went balls to the wall with it. They, and they were like very aware of the like how far back their material can go and they tapped into it. Yes. For for making this movie. We had and like I, the 60s show. I noticed it was that. A, it that was, was a cool. it was a pretty good balance, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very impressive. Yeah, I really liked um, how in the first one, everyone came from their own dimension and they all had their own art styles, right? Um, yeah. Uh, but when they, um, but but like now in this movie, right, they've gone completely balls to the wall with it. So live action characters, they're doing a, a fucking who did, uh, who framed Roger Rabbit, right? Like fucking uh uh what's his name fucking mrs chen right interacting with the spot uh prowler talking with uh with the uh uh other spider-man and like the other villains and shit you know that was really cool the lego one just the idea of like the lego one interacting with (laughs) the other ones yeah it being in the same like universe as the 2d animated Yes. Um, nice. Hobie, Hobie, Spider-Punk. Um, 
he was pretty cool. I thought he was going to betray them. Honestly, I did. I thought he was going to betray them, but he didn't. He was just cool. Yeah, he was, um, he just kind of was that kind of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um. Did you know that Hobie Brown is another version of the Prowler as well? Um. He's like the original version. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was kind of interesting. Um, and then they made him the secret identity of Spider Punk. Yeah. Uh. And did you know who voiced him? No, but his his voice was familiar. I was saying that too, right? And that's because. The person who voices him usually does an American accent. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you three guesses. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I'll give you three guesses. All right. Can you like give a hint? Obviously, they they didn't make it like blackface, so it is an actor of color. Um, I don't know. I I really can't think of anybody. It's it's um it's Get Out from Get Out. It's it's Daniel Kaluuya oh, Dan- from Get Daniel Out. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I I totally did not recognize him when he was doing like his his British accent. Like holy shit, because he's just been in so many different things with an American accent, right? He was in Get Out, like I said. He was in. Yeah. Uh, um. No, he has a natural accent, but he yeah. like never uses it in his roles. Yeah. Bad Miracle, whatever movie that was. Um, but yeah, whatever the fuck that was, I did not want to see that at all, honestly. Um, but yeah, he was he was in that one. Um, yeah, and and he always just goes full American, and it was really odd to see. Oh, he's also done like an African accent in um, uh, the first Black Panther. But other than that, yeah, he uh, yeah, nothing. I I never heard him do a British accent, and it was so weird, but it was really cool. He he was he was honestly kind of stand out. He was pretty funny. Um uh Jake Johnson is back. How how do you feel about that? Who does he play? 616 Peter. Uh definitely uh, like like normal Peter. Like like Spider-Man. Parker. Yes. Peter Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Uh, Dilf, Dilf Spider-Man. We'll call him Dilf Spider-Man. Stroller Candy Spider-Man. Um, yeah. I'm I think a father he, yeah. Spider-Man. I think he got way less to do in this movie. Um, and he did really good in the, in the first movie. I think, I think Jake Johnson doesn't get enough credit as like an actor actor. Um, he gets a lot of like comedic stuff, but he doesn't get enough, enough credit as like an actual actor. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he, I think he was still given quite a bit to do in this movie, but he was definitely like a tertiary character. Yeah, he did not have enough uh, screen time. Thanks, Taskbar. My Taskbar is telling me to launch the new Bing from my Taskbar. Uh, go the fuck new yourself. Bing. <laughs> yeah, it's like AI powered now. How about you use that AI to figure out that nobody fucking cares about Bing? Jesus. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, uh, Peter, Peter B, Peter B Parker was really, really good in the first movie. Not quite as good here because he didn't get a, a lot of screen time, but he was yeah, I mean, really he, good in that first movie. He only shows up well into halfway through the movie. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of, of runtime, 
this movie sort of reminded me of like John Wick part four, where they were like, they're, they're fitting in like so much going into it. Right. But like, as in John Wick part four, I was like, okay, are they just going to like do this? Cause it, I wasn't feeling the length of the movie. Right. Like I didn't realize how long it was until like after I came out and I was like, Oh shit, that was pretty long. But like with John Wick part four, I think it felt longer, but also they were like, they, they fit in the whole story. They didn't leave it open for like a cliffhanger. Right. They just fit in the whole story there. Cause I thought it was going to end. I thought John Wick four was going to end when they were like, all right, you're going to, we're going to go to, to you're in Paris. Now you're going to have to fight to stay alive for the rest of the night. Uh, to get to the duel at sunrise i thought that was going to be the end of the movie when they when they like set him loose right no. yeah no they, there's they, like more movie yeah they they finished the whole story and i thought that was what they were gonna do in uh in this movie because i i will say it i don't think the spot is strong enough of a villain to carry two films well, that that's that's why he's not the only villain. Yeah, I know, but I I just I don't think he's he's got it. You know, I don't think he's got the chops for that. I think, like, I think the movie is establishing who his enemies are, and they're basically everybody, as we yeah. come to find out. Everybody is against the the Miles Morales Spider Man, but it's a really interesting like take on a story about the multiverse it's yeah. honestly like this movie is just putting more shame on multiverse of madness as i think you like mean a... i think you mean multiverse of midness i i think i think that's what you mean i mean i think this is one of the instances where the title appropriately matches the state of the film you know no, I don't think it was all that mad. I don't think there was all that much madness. I think it was pretty fucking contained. Uh, we got some, we got some like spooky moments from Sam Raimi, but like other than that, it was pretty much just like cookie cutter the, Marvel schlock. The finished product was pretty spooky. Yes, framing Wanda as like a horror villain was fucking tits. It was absolutely great. Um. But like other, there were a lot of parts of that movie that could have benefited from more Sam Raimi wackiness, you know. Like, yeah, like any any authority. Yeah, I, over I, the movie. Exactly. Exactly. But this this movie had. I it, feel like it it played into like the identity of the last movie. <laughs> yeah, it felt way. very very Lord it, and Miller. Um. Would you agree with that? What do you mean exactly by Lord and Miller? Well, Lord and Miller did um, the both Lego movies, uh, 21 Jump Street. I think they also did 22 Jump Street. Um, but, you know, it, it has their, like, their style. Like, their style of, of comedy, you know? It was funny. Uh, the, the writing was, was similar. They, uh, a lot of times, they just, like, they, they they get into those scenes right where it's just like boom 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 with the with the punchlines right like they just they just hit you with them over and over and over uh and it's there's a lot of like sight gags um yeah it's a, it, like honestly the first time watching that movie a lot of it is me thinking 
damn, I really need to like watch this again because there's so yeah. much on screen visually that you have to keep up with. Yeah. That it's hard to keep up with. But I just like, don't think like that that improves the rewatchability also yeah. at the same time. I just don't think that this that the plot is really strong enough to have two films based on it. Cause like the whole idea of like specifically a police captain specifically that has to die in every timeline that feels fucking really, really, uh, forced that, that does not feel natural. Um, and uh also also uh what is it the um uh i i totally called the they're not gonna let him save his dad because jeffy always dies either jeffy has a real harvey dent arc where he either dies very early on or he lives long enough to see himself become the villain uh uh because in Insomniac, he dies real quick, but in, like, the actual, like, ultimate Spider- or, or like, the ultimate Marvel universe, uh, he becomes, like, a huge anti-superhero racist, um, and I think he blames... Last I heard, he blamed uh, uh, Miles for the death of his mom, uh, so that's kind of fucked up. Did I don't he? know if that's correct. I, I don't read the comics, so... But that's that was the last I heard. I because I I asked on Reddit right like, uh, if like like for people who actually read the comics right, I was I was asking if like do they ever go into the fact that a very prominent black character in the comics is named after the uh, leader of the Confederate States of America, and if they ever like go into that, and apparently they do. Apparently, um. Because, like, it's, there's no accident that um, Miles goes by his mom's last name. Uh, I think that's, A, that's, like, a Puerto Rican thing, from what I've heard. And, B, uh, I think Miles and, or uh, Jefferson and Aaron's dad was very abusive. So, I think Jeffy also was like, hey, uh, let's not continue that name. Let's, like, break the cycle there. Um. So I think it's like a combination of factors, but like, I I I've never heard anyone go into the fact that that's what they decided to name him. Um, but yeah, I think it is interesting, to say the least. Yeah. I think if it was like a total like accident, and if they never went into it, that would be a little bit tone deaf. But I think if it was intentional and they did address it, that would be really interesting to like hear about. Like that that sort of like legacy, like being named after uh an oppressor of your own people. It's like how slaves used to adopt the the last name of their masters and that it, it's all kinds of fucked up. Okay. Know? Yeah. That you is know? interesting. I mean Yeah. But yeah, I think I I I did call that. Did you have any other notes that you wanted to bring up? Um uh... I don't know. I guess like there's like twists in the in the movie, you know, things oh, that yeah. like 
but I, I don't know how, like, it can fully, like, I guess I kind of get it, mm-hmm. but it, it's like, okay, they tracked the DNA from the spider that bit him and then sent him to a universe. Yeah, because it, like, mutated, it mutated and, like, crossed with his DNA. Yeah. But also, that would mean that the majority of uh uh miles's dna is like part spider now uh and he does not look like that that would do some things to your body more than just making you sticky and making you invisible and giving you electricity powers that would really fuck you up uh they actually i've actually seen um this was a costume in the amazing spider-man the video game um, and I think it, it's it's from the comics as well. There's um, like a version of Spider-Man who like turns more into a spider. He, uh, I think they call him like Man Spider, and he's like he's got like fucked up spider face. Like one of his one side of his face has like a fucking spider mandible. It's fucking dope. Look okay. it up. Yeah, look it up, everyone, audience. It's fucking cool. Um, yeah. I would have liked to have seen that. That was that was cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was that was nifty. Uh, uh, that that would have been nifty. Did they nod to it? Or? No, they didn't. I I would. I think it was cool that they put it in that game. I think it would be nifty to see it in this in the next movie. It's like a, yeah, that would be cool. Like maybe maybe Miguel O'Hare is like. Uh, Yo, let me let me whip out some of these fucking fucked up Spider Men that we had to lock up from their universes because they were all fucked up, you know? I think that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. I I think they've got They've got their own fucked up Spider Man in that yeah. movie though. <laughs> yeah, there's a fucking Spider Man T Rex, and I think that's absolutely dope. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite Spider Men. <laughs> Yeah, Cowboy Spider-Man. They got the horse is a Spider-Man. Yep. I mean, they don't. You don't want that. You don't want him to like get identified. You know. No. I I I'm sure like horse girls can like tell apart their horses. You know, if they had two horses with the exact same coat, I'm sure a horse girl would be able to tell them apart. You know. Oh yeah yeah definitely just like if you had like three if, if you had like a jacks films situation and you had three dogs that look the exact fucking same you don't think he'd have like a secret identity oh no no he does i i'm saying like he has the horse he has the the mask on the horse right because if somebody from like his real life n- recognized his horse he'd be like oh shit he put two and two together you know mm-hmm. yeah that's sort of my whole thing, but I know. Don't you notice how these two people never appear in the same room? Right? This yeah. Guy and, this guy and his horse. Yeah, me and me and Superman. You've never never seen us together, you know. It's definitely a coincidence, though, that that if you added an L, we would have the same name, you know. Oh yeah. It, definitely coincidence. Definitely, uh, yeah. Don't don't look into that any further. Mm-hmm. Uh, I what... mean, I 
Yeah. I'm just trying to like wrap my head around everything that happened in this movie. I mean, the twist is sick. I thought that was like one of the most exciting parts to that whole movie. Which twist? That he gets sent to a different universe. Oh, yeah. That was really well done. That was really well done. Um, I like that. They really wait to tell you that. But they don't. They don't. They show you Earth 42, but you have to, like, go back. You have to either be a really, really uh, uh, attentive moviegoer or someone who really likes the comics to recognize, hey, wait a minute. Earth 42 is not the ultimate Marvel universe. Yeah. Yes. Is the one that he's from the Ultimate Marvel Universe? Yes. Is that what it is? Uh, okay. 1610. 1610, yeah. That's cool that you, they at least keep that part consistent. I guess they can't call it, like, 616. Yeah, because uh, that's uh, that's Peter B's. That's that's Peter B. Parker's. Uh, oh, it's it's yeah, B. Parker's. He is the prime uh, Spider-Man in this, in this uh, canon. Oh. Yeah. Sick. Right? And and I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if At you noticed. At least he's not dead. True. <laughs> like um, 1610 Spider-Man. Oof. Yeah. Chris Pine. Rip. Rip a real one. Yeah. Um, before we go to the commercial break, did you notice that Zoe Kravitz was in this movie? No. I don't she know. Was she was in the plays. last one, too. She was in. She's Mary Jane in both universes. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. weird. I wouldn't, you know, they don't make her uh, uh, look like Zoe Kravitz, so it's kind of hard I, to tell. Yeah, but, they don't yeah. make they don't make her look like Haley Steinfeld. That yeah, that I was I was having trouble like hearing that voice coming out of her because I was like, yeah, I've seen this, I've seen this girl, you know, I've seen True Grit, I've seen Bumblebee, I saw Hawkeye, you know. Yep. I, I know what this person's voice and face sounds like, right? It was so weird. Um uh speaking of Haley Steinfeld, uh bef- again before we go into commercial break, because we do have to do that. Um, mm-hmm. do you think she is going to make a cameo in the next uh Transformers? Uh no. <laughs> yeah. There you I don't there know. you have it. I think they might mention her. Um, cause it's going to be taking place in the same reboot continuity as Bumblebee did. I, I know that, but I still don't think they're going to use her. They might. Or... Yeah. I don't know if she'll make a physical appearance, but they might use like archive footage or like, uh, like, um, use her voice or something or just mention her. I think they'll probably do that. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. Are you yeah. looking forward to that too? Uh, I am, but like I'm one of like five people looking forward to it. Yeah. So I you, well, I guess that does sort of settle it. We are going to go see it for for this show. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. We'll, I mean, we'll go. I'm, we'll go see no that. No complaints from me. Uh, um, I think also. All right, so we have already done Guardians. Um, I think it's probably too late to do Fast X. Um. But yeah, Transformers, we can definitely do. Um, Indiana Jones, I want to do a rewatch with you next week. Um, uh, and then... Uh, which, the movie? All all four. 
even Crystal Skull. Because it is uh, still going to be canon. Okay, well... Yeah. Alright, that's a lot of movies to watch. I've already yeah. seen them. Like I know, but we need we to just, rewatch them. Can we just go off of what we know about no. the movies? Absolutely not. We're doing a rewatch. It's going to be great. We oh no no what we should do you know what we should do, uh I love how I'm coming up with this mid in the middle of the show. We should make like a movie commentary track, uh for all four and put it on our Patreon. Yeah, maybe make that like the five dollar tier. That's like so many movies. <laughs> it's four movies. Yeah, it's like eight hours. This is not even that bad. That's that's long, man. Eight hours <laughs> over the span of like a week. <laughs> it's not even that bad. You'll be uh, fine. You'll be fine. All right. Well, um. And then and then uh, I I think the the what I also want to do uh for uh uh what's it called what's it called um I want to do Barbie and Oppenheimer. Because uh, they yeah. come out at the same same time, yeah. I want to do Barbie and Oppenheimer. Uh, we'll we'll compare them, since you know they're they're obviously very similar films. You know, it, it's going to be impossible to tell the difference. Yeah, we could just totally review those movies back to back, and oh yeah, it'll... same week, same week. It, they're coming out the same day. I will pay. I will pay for both of your tickets personally out of my wallet. I will pay for that to for just, you to go see both of them. Just to <laughs> one see after Bar- the other. just to see Barbie. Yeah, Barbie. You go see Barbie first, and then Oppenheimer second, and I will see Oppenheimer first, and then Barbie second. But why? This seems even more complicated. Why add this extra complication? Because we have to see it on the same day. That's the meme. That's the funny. That's the funny. Audience, you must understand. That's the funny. The funny is very important. All right, then. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Speaking of audience, uh, ad break time. Goodbye. This episode has been generously sponsored by skunknuggetparenting.com, run by my own talented mother. Parenting is hard. Sometimes kids and parents are like night and day. It can be very hard to get on the same page with them, and a lot of parents have anxiety that maybe they're doing it all wrong. Luckily, there is a service out there that can help. Skunk Nugget Parenting Solutions is a company that provides parent coaching services, resource referrals, and psychological profiling, along with 24-7 phone and text access in an all-virtual program. Plus, the first consultation is free. In order to get this amazing service, please visit skunknuggetparenting.com. That is skunknuggetparenting.com. Dot com. Thank you to Skunk Nugget Parenting Solutions for sponsoring this episode. Thank you all for listening. And now, back to the podcast. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, so as we were... Uh, 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 I, I, I brought this up in between uh, uh, recording sessions. like Or not recording sessions, but like... Um, uh, like while we were ending that recording and starting this one, um, that's right. I brought up that Maxwell is extremely lucky 
that he lives in New York City. Uh, and I, I don't I don't normally mean that because I would consider that awful. But um, in in the specific Those are two different ways to think. Yeah, in the specific uh, area of the fact that he gets to go like, like he's right next to the best opera house in the country. Uh, he, cause he can, he can go see, uh, like operas in person, you know, like that's, that's fucking dope. Right. Yep. Cause I've, I've toured it. I, I used to go to school in, um, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Right. And it was like a fairly nice private school. I went there for like a year. Um, and, uh, one of our like, uh, units was, uh, like one of our like English units was based on this book where, uh, I think some kids spend either the night or the weekend in the, uh, Metropolitan, uh, art museum. Cool. Uh, like the place where they have like the Met Gala. Um, and, uh, so we went there and we toured it right for like a field trip one day. Yeah. Like we got, you know, we, we missed a whole day of school and we drove all the way up to New York from, yeah. uh, uh, South central Pennsylvania. To, Cause that's what you did. Yeah. And we, we went all the way, all the way there. We toured the, the Metropolitan Art Museum. And then after that, uh, because we still had time and we wouldn't want the drive to take up more time than the time we actually spent in New York city. We went to the Metropolitan Art Museum and we toured that. Or, or what? No, we I already said that. We toured the Metropolitan Opera House. Um, okay, after the museum. Yes, yeah, and it was so fucking cool. It is it is one of the most gorgeous buildings in the entire country, right? Like I'm not much of an uh, uh, architecture guy, um, but it it very is uh, it, it very much is like well laid out, well planned. Um, and just yeah, just absolutely from an gorgeous. objective standpoint. Yeah, yeah, it's it is very much designed with beauty in mind, but also very functional. Um, it, it's it's like the way it's like laid out. There's like a rotating stage, right? And like it's like acoustically designed, right? It, it there's like so many different like functional parts, but also it is very well laid out and like very gorgeous looking. So it's, it's, it, it's that mixture of form and function and it's, it's really fantastic. And, um, I, it really inspired me to get into opera. And, uh, so like I've seen, uh, operas on like the, like the movie theater screen. Cause they have those, those things at like, um, movie theaters. If you like go, like before the like normal preview start, there'll be like yeah. Fandango, like Fandango presents uh, Madame Butterfly at the, at the Metropolitan Opera House. And yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. I, I think opera is a fantastic storytelling medium. And I think you're fucking so lucky that you have the Met right next to you and you don't fucking use it. I mean, I've seen operas. I just like that probably won't excite you. Like, I think I saw um, 
this famous Christmas opera there at what time? I don't know. Uh, do you mean the Nutcracker? Because technically that's a ballet. No. Hmm. It's a Nutcracker. Hmm. It was an actual opera. Hmm. Yeah, man. Okay. I've seen some shit. I'm just trying to, <laughs> trying to I mean, point that fact out. You know? I mean... You make it seem like it was like a traumatic experience. And no, not... it wasn't traumatic, but it, like it happened, you know, like I yeah. got to see that. Yeah. So. Uh, I th- I think they really put their whole uh, metussy in uh, Tour and Dot. I, uh, I, I saw that in, uh, in theaters and that was fucking sick. Literally one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen. Just the fact that. I, I said this last night. Uh, I was having a conversation. I said this last night, and I'll say it again. Um, I think that maybe, like, the writing of, like, musical theater and, like, stage production in general um, peaked, like, a few hundred years ago. But, yeah, like, it didn't the, get better than that. I Better than Shakespeare? No. Uh, I, th- I think... You think nothing in the past... 300 or more years since Shakespeare has not been uh, of, Shakespeare was 500 quality. Okay. Shakespeare was 500. He was in the 1500s. Um, My point still stands. I, I don't think 500 years has come close in a standard of quality to Shakespeare's product. I don't think so. I, I have think, to disagree. I think in terms of written in like, like pure prose, no, like, no like like music musical type stuff i think as far as just like normal stage productions go i don't think anyone can beat the broad mass market appeal that shakespeare has right like yeah because uh, shakespeare's appealing to the market he's got dick jokes he's got fart jokes he's got high level drama and emotional stakes uh he 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 really had something for everyone and that's why he that that's why all his works have lasted so long is because they are all all his dick jokes right yeah the dick uh uh from ur to ur we ripe and ripe and from ur to ur we rot and rot and thereby hangs the tail that's fucking awesome you know i i think we lose something in that uh in that they are not performed in the original pronunciation as much anymore because nobody understands it. Uh, well, no one how they... people also don't know how to act it. My take. Yeah, you. It, it takes a lot of training to be able to do that. I probably couldn't do it, honestly. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I. But it's. But it definitely, like you know, is something you have to train yourself. To... Yeah. But if you can, because people don't fucking talk like that anymore. No, like the closest you'll get to it is like um, talking to someone from like the the very northern part of England, right? Um, it sounds very familiar to uh, how like the stereotypical pirate sounds. That's how it. That's how it sounds. Basically, everyone sounded like a fucking pirate back then. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, and if you'll notice it, right, if, if you think about it, 
um parts of that sort of like pronunciation still sort of exist in like very strange places right um what i've noticed is in jamaica the the like jamaican accent sort of has like bits and pieces of that little like uh uh original pronunciation twang right like parts of it almost sound irish because the british held on to jamaica for for so long for like a few hundred years um they were they were there right and they were like they were like teaching the 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 people who live there english and like so they were mixing it into into jamaican creole right and so jamaican creole uh when spoken with a jamaican accent you know you can hear little bits of that and i think that's that's very interesting linguistically and i think that's my that's my big nerd moment for the day other than the fact that we literally just talked for like 40 minutes about fucking spider Spider-Verse or across yeah. the spider-verse yeah yeah but i, mean, I, I that part's yeah. pretty cool too <laughs> that they they carried some sort of culture yeah from the whether they wanted to or not. Yeah, and I definitely think they didn't want to. <laughs> even oh. yeah, as even even though my ancestors actually took part in that, um I'm like a distant cousin, like one of my uh uh seven generations back great uh uncle cuz he was the brother of my ancestor. They were uh, my ancestor and and her brother were like second cousins thrice removed from uh, uh, Captain Morgan of Captain Morgan. You know, like the rum uh, is based on a dude named named Henry Morgan, uh, and he was like a like a English privateer who got like the governorship of Jamaica, and so like the. Uh, they made like a Jamaican rum thing because that's where that's actually where rum comes from. It comes from Jamaica. It's Jamaica, like a, yeah, it's like okay. fermented sugar. It's like fermented like cane sugar. Um, and so they made a, a rum brand named after him because he's you know, like you'll you look at it, like 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 look at the fucking guy. You know, he he's so recognizable, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. He definitely helps for like brand recognition um but yeah i even even though like people i'm related to were taking part in that they definitely uh the jamaican people definitely did not want that i can tell no. you that for a fact damn yeah well you know who came out on top in the end then uh just trying to ask the real questions here probably Culturally. still britain yeah damn it Probably still Britain. Uh, that, is, that is not the answer I was looking for. That's, like, like, that's not good. <laughs> economically, quality of life, um, that sort of thing. Although I would, I admit, I definitely respect like the average Jamaican person more than I respect the average British person. You know? Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's that's uh. <laughs> Maybe right, that's then. because I'm American, and you know I'm down to clown with any uh british motherfucker who wants to uh throw hands i'm down to clown but yeah you will fight them i will i will on behalf of america 
once more, we will get a fucking three-peat on your fucking limey asses. Your fucking lobster bags. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That's right. That's right. I'm whipping out the old-timey anti-British slurs. I'm I'm whipping out that 1700s drip, bro. Damn. Yeah. Some real hate on the Brits and some standing. I mean, I think they kind of deserve it. I think they kind of deserve it. You know, I, 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 they, they deserve it. They deserve it. Have you seen what their country's like? It's fucking cringe. I've been there. It's cringe. You know, fish and chips, not really the hype. I've learned that like these, these people talk about how great their food is and this isn't just fish and chips i'm looking at freaking poutine beans on well. toast oh poutine well poutine is canadian but yeah i know I agree. but like I agree. this this signature brand of like food from their country is yeah. like just filler i don't like i can't comprehend people making a lifestyle of eating this i mean maybe they don't know how to make their own food I like don't think they do. <laughs> I also don't think it grows there. Um, yeah, I, I think the thing that with the most flavor that actually grows uh, in like England is uh, uh, strawberries in uh, in like the Cheddar Bay, you know, the, like yeah. the, the area. Yeah, they apparently have huge like just fields of strawberries and apparently they're very good. Um uh, if I if I was to go to England or or to the UK in general, I would mostly try and stay like in Scotland and Ireland, um, Scotland and Northern Ireland. Uh, uh, right. Yeah, and then, um, I would I I would only go down into England either to fly back home or to go to the the village of Cheddar and eat like nice fresh strawberries straight off the vine in like authentic cheddar cheese fondue because it's so oh my god if like like i will say that like when you when you think of like ooh dipping strawberries in warm cheese ew that's kind of gross i think uh the main reason because i've tried it before right the main reason why you might think it's gross is because there's like a big temperature imbalance but if you're getting like strawberries fresh off the vine they've been sitting in the summer sun all day right yeah and you and you put that in some nice warm fucking cheddar cheese fondue tell me that doesn't taste fucking good right i mean i I, i'd have to imagine it does like yeah, just it like sounds, imagine sounds those good. two flavors together. All right. Yeah. God. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I I have a very. You have a active, palate. I do. I do. I have a very active imagination when it comes to food. Right. Like I can I can very easily like combine those like like flavors in my head. Uh, you know I'm a, I'm a bit of a gourmand. What can I say? I'm a bit of a gourmand. You know. Yes. I'm a. Uh, I I have I have a palate. I'm refined. Sue me if that's a crime. Call me a criminal. Uh, that palate includes hating on the Brits. You're goddamn right it does. You are <laughs> goddamn right it does. Fucking beans on toast. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. The best fish and chips I ever fucking had. You know where it was? You know where it was? Oh. South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina. 
The yep. cod or the, the 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 cod that they that they use isn't even fucking fresh caught there. It's just fucking good. You know? They just they fry it real nice. It's just good. It's just better. Yeah. It's it's just they know how to do it here. America is fucking genius. I I love this country. There is no other country on earth where I would want to live more than this one. It is as close to perfect as you can possibly get. Yes. It's pretty nice. We got a pretty good thing going on here. I agree. I can comfortably get fish and chips here and not be, like, disappointed. Oh, yeah. Like I will be traveling overseas. You 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 even pay for a ticket, you know? So, it's you can, ridiculous. You can get anything you want here. Right? Like, literally anything you can think of, you can get it in the the boundaries of the United States and its overseas territories. Right? Like, you want island living? Uh, uh, uh what is it? Uh, St. Thomas and St. Croix, I believe. Those are the, those are the, the American, uh, the American Indies. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Puerto Rico and the Florida Keys. Uh, if you want a, a, a desert, go down to the Southwest. They got like several. There's uh, Mojave, Sonora, uh, whatever you want. They got it. You got mountains? Take your pick. You, we got Rockies and we got Apps. Pick one. That's uh, right. They span several states. Yeah. If you want flat, fucking, we got you. We got you. Like, the majority of our fucking country's flat. There you go. You know? There you go. Right? We got good beaches and Pacific beaches. What's not to love? Yeah. The Pacific beaches are not good. Fuck every Pacific beach and fuck the Pacific Ocean. The Atlantic Ocean is where it's at. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you live on the Pacific Coast, but fucking stay mad about it. At every point of latitude... Uh, they, they've they've done this right. They've 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 checked at every single point in latitude. The Pacific Ocean is colder than the Atlantic. The Atlantic is nice and fucking toasty. It's great. The perfect ocean, literally the perfect ocean. Top ten best oceans. Number one, Atlantic. Number two through ten, every fucking thing else. Yeah, Heard. you you love it. You All you right. gotta. Love it. I'm a I'm a big Atlantic guy. What can I say? What can I say? You know, I'm yeah. I got taste. I got I got a refined fucking palate. You know, and if that's a crime, call me a criminal. That's, call me well, a goddamn you know, criminal. It's good to hear where you stand. You know, because like it's it, we don't often get opinions from people who live so far from an ocean. I was born closer to an ocean than you were. Ten bucks says. Ten bucks really? says. Then, do you then, do you know what hospital you were born in? Do you know what hospital you were born in? I mean, yeah, but like, what's the point? Like, the what is uh, what is the argument here? I'm, I'm arguing curious. that I might have that I am was probably born closer to the uh to the ocean than you were. Yeah, I think I was. I was pretty close. I, I think, think that's like. I think I was I was like three blocks from the ocean. 
Do you consider a bay part of the ocean? I mean, I suppose I am. Uh, Because the hospital I was born in is in between two bays, and then if you cross, it's sort of on like a peninsula-ish type thing where it's like surrounded by three bays. Um, And uh, if you went a little bit further past like uh, the bay to the east, you'd be in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, And then if you went a little bit north, you'd be in uh, the Chesapeake Channel. So either way, very, very close to the ocean. So I know my oceans. I I may live far away from one now, but I know my fucking oceans. And All right. the Atlantic is the best one. Top top one. Top one percent. Atlantic. Yes. Easy. You, you stay in it. I absolutely, absolutely. Um yeah. I mean the Caribbean is nice, the Gulf of Mexico is nice, but just the the normal Atlantic Ocean can't fucking beat it cannot beat it it's beautiful it's fantastic it's it's utterly fantastic you know just just the best we we gotta we gotta move on from these these three things i can't Loving the Atlantic, i can't hating this pacific and hating british people i least. can't i can't move on from that you know what you know what before we go on to the big red button i have a proposal how about we take the entire just all right no not the entire uk but just england we just pop take it out and put it in the pacific right so then we don't have to deal with either of them yeah how, how do we feel about that i think that's i think that's a pretty good idea how would that be us not dealing with it aren't we already not dealing with it no but then we even more wouldn't have to deal with it cuz then they're just out in the middle of pacific and then they can fully understand how pointless they are just as a country. Oh shit. England is like the most pointless country. It is and it's an absolute paper tiger militarily, economically it's not really doing anything. Uh and it still has a fucking king, right? It's fucking cringe. But yes. as soon as you tell them that they're fucking cringe, they're like, at least we have school shootings in it with their stupid fucking accent and their bad fucking teeth. Right? And if you look at it, if you if you look this up, right? Uh, if you look up what most people say is the least attractive country, it's always either Ireland or the UK. Always. Always. And I'm inclined to agree. Specifically just because of England. England fucking blows. Well, that's... That's Uh, some tough shit. I'm declaring independence from England. Yet again. It's like renewing our vows, right? You know, we we have to... We we have to send them a second declaration of... It'll it'll be the the declaration of continued independence. Where we say, we know we're already independent from you, but here's why we're never coming back. Fuck yeah. you. We need to like really hammer it in, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want them getting the wrong fucking idea. You know, we may be buddy buddy now, but that's because if we weren't fucking the whole fucking continent of Europe would fall apart. Right? Just remember, we are the fucking glue holding your whole continent together. Right? Y'all don't y'all don't want to play with us. So 
if you're if you're a European person and you're like listening to this, I would say, hey, go thank an American today. Like like just find one and say thank you. Say hey. You're and you know and and you know what we'll say we'll say you're welcome. You're welcome. You don't have to wait till till Fourth of July. You don't have to wait till Independence Day. Just just find an American anywhere and just thank just them. say thank you. You know, yeah. What we. We we like to hear it sometimes because that's so American of you. Caleb. I mean, it's so European of them to not say thank you for all that we do for them. So I think they should practice a little bit of gratitude. You know, practice some manners. How about yeah. that? Yeah, find an American, go say thank you. Uh, you're and and you're welcome. You're welcome. You know, you don't you don't have to thank us. We already know. We already know, but yeah, you're welcome. So um, sick. <laughs> do you have a big red button? Also, I'm gonna remind you again. You need to do that Han Solo dance. All right. Like uh, before yeah. Sunday, yeah. I'm gonna keep hounding you. Yeah. You need to go to the store and pick up the outfit today. Okay. Well, I'm not picking up an outfit. I'm not like I'm not spending new money. That we, I don't have. we said we said we had to dress like Han Solo. I will put on something, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna buy new clothes to do. Do it. you have a black vest and a white long sleeve shirt? I probably have a white shirt. All right, white shirt and brown pants. Do like the um, or like a blue jacket and like yeah, black pants. Cool. Do like the the Empire Strikes Back look. Yeah. yeah. Do that. All right. Um, do you have a big red Return button? Of the Jedi. Oh yeah. Well, he doesn't have the jacket in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, but he's still wearing the same clothes he wore two years ago. Yeah, he was. He's yeah, still in the in the shirt. I think. Yeah, yeah, same stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Make sure you do that before Sunday. Okay. I want to post that. Um, okay. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Uh, big red button? Big red button. Big red button. Do you have a big red button? Uh, you, um, I have one. I have one. You got one. You have one right now. Yes. Challenge, challenge accepted. Uh, you... Uh, get beachfront property uh, for the rest of your life, rent-free, tax-free, completely free. But it's in England. But it's in England in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> uh, like, where would you go? You would just live. You would just live nowhere. Is that what you're implying? I mean. If you think that Britain, or if you think that England is nowhere, I'm not going to disagree with you. Well, I think the middle of the Pacific is nowhere. Uh, all right. How how about you get a beachfront property, but it's either in England or in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Um. I mean, it would be fine. I'd probably press the button. And like, I would have it, you know, 
and it, it would it would have this like pro that it's free and this con that it's either part of England or in the middle of the Pacific but you know that would be nice to have for a little bit until like the oceans claim that property in 50 years yeah i would so. i would say it might be better to have it in england but only marginally so because yeah. like you know pacific ocean is prone to tsunamis earthquakes that sort of thing you wouldn't be able to get rid of the smell of england yeah but you also yeah that is also true that is also true um yeah and you wouldn't be able to enjoy the uh the beach either fucking way because for 99 or for like 90% of the year it's too fucking cold in both places yeah yeah fucking sucks so it would just be worthless yeah uh atlantic best ocean 100% um if the atlantic ocean ran for president i would vote for them like just the body of water. Yeah. I would an I ocean you can trust. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When was the last time the fucking Atlantic Ocean did a big fucking tsunami uh and murdered everyone? The only thing Never. it does is hurricanes. Case closed. Exactly. Exactly. Go uh basically go fuck yourself Pacific Ocean, go fuck yourself England. Good night everybody. <laughs> uh, um uh, we should probably thank our patrons. Hi, Justin Connor. Thank you for being, uh, 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 such a, a loyal, a loyal patron. You've, you've been, you've been here for quite a while and, and we really appreciate it. You, you've been yes. here. Let me, let me, let me see how many, uh, uh, months you've been on here. Right. Cause that's, that's crazy. Uh, in like a great way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do not take that as an insult. It's it's very appreciated. We we love your kind of crazy here. Yes, around here. absolutely. If you want to be that kind of crazy, uh, we encourage it. Um, uh, I think he. I, I I'm pulling it up now. I'm pulling it up now. Uh, he has been on here since August of 2022. That's that's ten months. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? But yeah, thank yes. you very much, Justin. Very appreciated. If you guys wanna want a cool shout out like that, make sure you head on over to. Uh, patreon.com slash iihs podcast all one word uh we actually have a a a discord server um it's sort of my my discord server but uh uh there's a a uh patron tier where uh uh you can go uh like come in you get like a special role there's all uh like 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 specific special channels just for subscribers and patrons so that's pretty cool so i would i would uh consider joining that um and then uh if you're if you join the five dollar tier guess what you get ad free early access to all these uh episodes i'd say that's pretty cool uh so Go ahead and go ahead and, and and hop in there, brother. You know, get in there, get in there. Uh, give us money. Um, uh, if you want to reach out to us on our social medias, uh, at IIHS Podcast, all one word on both Twitter and Instagram. I'm still looking into Blue Sky, but I think we'll we'll try and get in there eventually. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So head on over there if you want to 
uh, uh, you know, eventually we'll, we'll be there. We'll be there eventually because mm-hmm. Twitter's going down the shitter. Twitter down the shitter. They ought to rename it to shitter. Honestly, that's what it is. I'm not the first person to make that joke and I won't be the last, but they really ought to. Um, but yeah, if you want to do like Q and a topic suggestions, uh, be updated when we post a new thing, that's, that's the best place to do it. Uh, but other than that, uh, other than that, other than that, I think that's just about it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be talking to you guys next week from my brand new house. So, oh, shit. Uh, look yeah. forward to that. Yeah, stay tuned.